Welcome to Conversations with Dutch. And today I have a, a very special guest. And uh, you're going to enjoy what he has to say. And we're going to uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what God is saying to the church right now and to our nation. We are still in the middle of this coronavirus situation, but we all hear what the media says. We hear what the government officials say. The most important thing, however, is for us to hear what God is saying through this because he always has a plan that is higher than what the enemy is trying to do. And he is not going to allow his uh, agenda his plans and his timing to be altered through this situation. If we, the church, his ecclesia, his government on the earth, listen to him and do what he says. And I'll just go ahead and preface uh, all of this by saying, I believe that is happening. I believe the church, mm -hmm. the praying church has been rising up and staying strong in faith and that God has been and will continue to use us to not be reactionary, but to act and determine what will take place as he leads us. So my guest today has already been used a good bit in this situation to speak to the body of Christ. He released a message that um, has reached tens of thousands of people around the nation with what God has uh, been saying to him. He is one of the people that uh, was alerted by the Lord months before this, that something of this nature was coming. And it's especially, uh, it's, a, it's a special honor to have him today because it happens to be my brother, Tim Sheets, who... <laughs> pastors in, uh, or leads a work apostolically, I should say, in, in Ohio. But uh, over the last 10 years or so, 15 years, the Lord has, has um, just sort of expanded his calling to much more than just the congregation he leads and the apostolic base, but uh, to the, the region and now the nation and even other nations. So uh, he's written several uh, great books. Well, the best book that I know of on angels, Tim has written. And uh, he's written a book on the new era of glory that's coming. And so this is going to be a great time together. I want to just say, Tim, thanks for taking the time to be with us today and, and sharing with us what the Lord has been speaking to you. Well, it's good to be with you, Dutch. Um honored to share. I actually, I'm excited in my spirit. I, I sense something big is, is, un, is underway. I, uh, I don't have uh, a feeling of gloom or doom at all. I believe revival is, is at hand. I don't sense that this coronavirus uh, is is going to stop anything God promised in His prophetic words, the prophetic dreams that we've had. They're not going to be hindered by this. If the if the ecclesia will rise, 
And uh, I, I'm like you. I feel they are. I, I almost sense an aggression, an aggressive type faith is starting to rise in the remnant. Uh, there's a boldness rising up. And uh, I feel like this whole situation that uh, hell has caused is actually going to backfire on them. Um, I was thinking about this this morning as I was coming in to uh, talk to you. The Apostle Paul made a statement in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 12. Um, and, and he was in jail. He was in confinement, which our nation is now in confinement. We're in, confined to our homes, etc. But he said to them, don't be upset because this will go to the furtherance of the gospel. And in verse 19 of chapter 1, he said, this is going to turn for our deliverance. Mm. And uh, in thinking about him being in confinement and comparing it to us, millions of Christians are at home all day with nothing much to do so they can pray, and they can pray a lot. They can witness over the uh, over Facebook. They can share their testimony, and millions are being awakened to what the deep state is doing what is happening in our world and the agenda of hell. And I see that as a good thing. It's, a, it's an awakening for them to rise and do something about this. And uh, I do see that hell was probably trying to back us off um, mm. and wear us out, but it's, it's happening. It's, it's having the opposite effect. I love what the message Bible how it reads of what Paul said um, him about him being confined to jail. It, he said in the Message Bible, they didn't shut me up. They gave me a pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then in verse 6, he said, I'm headed for a flourishing finish. Wow. Well, I believe that's, awesome. that's the attitude we're to have. And I believe that's what's going to happen. Well, They're not going to shut us up. No. And we're going to have a flourishing finish. Absolutely. We're given a pulpit right now to speak to the whole world. The ecclesia has been given a pulpit and people are wanting to hear what God saying. They're wanting to hear a message of hope and we have it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they need to hear it right now. Obviously, we're hearing so many voices, and this is going to be a horrendous time. We're hearing what the scientists are saying. We're hearing what the media says, but what does God say? And what God says is, I have not lost sight of my plans for you. What God says is, my ecclesia is going to rise and give my answers. That, that's what I'm, I'm focused on. I believe we have answers. I believe the ecclesia that has been trained for some, I don't know, 10 years or so now is now in its moment, Dutch. Yes. It's time for us to make our stand. It's time for us to rise from the training 
and begin the raining. That's what I'm, uh, I'm really feeling that. And I, I, so I'm encouraged. Yes. I hear guys like you and Chuck and, and the, the prophetic voices, apostolic voices around our nation. You can sense it. You can hear in their voices. They're not discouraged. They're mm-hmm. giving a clarion call. It's time to stand up. It's time to declare the word of the Lord. And it's time to change things. Yep. And I believe that's what we're going to do. You know, I was I was on a uh, conference phone call last night for almost two hours, and uh, it, it was hosted by a, a mutual friend of ours, Clay Nash. Several leaders on, but hundreds of people listening. And uh, as always happens, they'll be listening again later because it's recorded. And uh, I was I was really struck by the same thing. What you're saying there there was no uh, fear. There was no uh, uh, disillusionment. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, there was compassion, and there was. There was a, there were prayers for people that are suffering, hurting. There were, there was talk about how to minister them in, in compassion, et cetera, et cetera. But there was zero intimidation, fear, confusion there. I, I was struck by the fact that I am listening to a group of people that are, they, they almost, it almost felt like they were uh, spiritual special forces. They, mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing. They, they weren't intimidated. Uh, they were ready for whatever the assignment was. And, and I was really uh, encouraged by the fact mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I thought back uh, to 30 years toward the end of the char- yeah. charismatic movement, the last greatest out, you know, the great outpouring of the Jesus people <laughs> movement, charismatic movement. And, yeah. I, and I thought, you know, in that day, there were, when, when something of this nature and nothing this large took place, but when things, uh, traumatic events happened, there was almost a despair and a, oh, if we could only get a word from God, if, if there was only a prophet that could tell us what God might be mm-hmm. saying right now. And I thought to myself, what has God done in the last 20 to 30 years? Oh my goodness. There were dozens of people on this call. Every single person had a word from the Lord or more than one mm-hmm. knew what he was saying. They weren't, they weren't listening to the enemy. They weren't listening to uh, their, in any fearful uh, media barrage. They were, they were listening to the Lord and they had these profound wise, mature, uh, strategies and how to pray. And this is what's God, what God is showing me. And I thought to myself, he has matured an element of the body of Christ. Uh, even past maturing, he has restored apostles and prophets. And now, and I just, I'm so thrilled to say this. There is no drought of the word of the Lord. We don't have no. to wonder. We don't have to wonder what God is saying about about this. We didn't even have to wonder this time. Why were we taken by surprise? There were people like yourself that God mm-hmm. had alerted about this months before it happened. And Chuck Pierce and the assignment we did in uh, at Valley Forge in Washington D.C., which yes. which you yes. were, you were a part of. God started yeah. sending me 
dreams and words from people in October of last year to prepare us for this journey. We didn't know anything about this virus. So there is a company of people now, Tim, just to, just to piggyback on what you said, there is a company of people that God has ready and we should be encouraged. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to hear what he says and we're going to push this thing forward and it's not going to hurt revival. It's going to further revival and awakening and even people that are struggling. And we know that's happening. There are people out of work, Mm -hmm. there's economic struggle. There are some people that have lost loved ones, but what we have to do in this situation is say, look, if we put our faith, our hope, our trust in him, we are like, Mm -hmm. we are like Joseph, what the enemy meant for evil. God is going to turn it into good. And this is going to further his purposes for the earth. And it's going to further his purposes for us as well. And, you know, honestly, I'm not encouraged about a virus. I'm just encouraged by the response of the church. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. I, I feel like that God has so prepared us. And I know how many you say we're on the call last night, but all around this whole region that I'm in. And when I travel, it's everywhere, Dutch. Mm-hmm. It's, and I, this is not just, uh, this is not just a very small thing anymore. This ecclesia, and, and I mean, you start talking about Matthew 16 and 18 and 19, the reigning church and the ecclesia. Ten years ago, they looked at us like, what are you talking about? Oh, that is the and truth. now they are aligned with it and are declaring, like you said, very mature, very insightful words that are not based on their opinion. They are coming through doctrinal foundations from God's word. And to me, that's a game changer. To me, that's when revival can roll. To me, that's when signs and wonders and miracles start. So I'm encouraged because I believe we are now heading into the greatest season of breakthroughs the church has ever seen. And as we've been prophesying, the greatest harvest that we've ever, ever seen. So this is going to backfire on the devil. Everything he does, you know that. Every plan right. he's ever done is backfired. Right. The cross was the biggest backfire he ever tried. Right. But even the persecution of the early church, oh, let's persecute them and scatter them everywhere. Mm-hmm. What happened? What happened? Churches now in Asia Minor, mm-hmm. Ephesus, Thessalonica, they just went wild and turned the world upside down. It didn't work. What happened with the persecution in China? Mm-hmm. An underground church explodes. Wow. And Satan's plans backfire. Wow. So, and uh, and we just have to, and I, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I, I've become someone that actually talks back to the television. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I, I love you've it. You've got to accept it. You've got to accept this as the new normal. Yeah. No, I'm but, not sef- accepting it, this. Right. That. This is not normal. This is abnormal, and I'm not taking that. Right. And I feel like I'm not the only one. No. So many of of God's people are canceling this, and they're declaring, no, God says this. 
so I'm just yeah. I'm seeing things totally different than than what the world's presenting. Right. I'm seeing revival in harvest. Absolutely. So let me. Re- I, I think we're we're entering into our finest days, Dutch. I do too. I really do. I do too. I do. Let yeah. Me, let me read a portion of a dream that was sent to me on the eighth of this month, April. Uh, this, you know, that which was the literal Passover Passover day, and. Of course, the word of the Lord from many people was that this would the breakthrough would begin on Passover, and what a what a better time if God's making a statement to do it on the the day of the Passover Lamb. Christ is our Passover. We know that, and and so what better day to begin a breakthrough of salvation, just as He did for Israel. But uh, in this dream, uh, I was I was on a platform with hundreds of other leaders, obviously a, a huge gathering. And uh, the only other person identified in the dream was uh, our our spiritual dad, Jim Hodges. And mm-hmm. we were talking about the original intent of our nation. And of course, I believe that was to be the greatest trumpet of the gospel that the earth has ever had. And, and, and of liberty as well and freedom, but to be a voice for the Lord, to trumpet the gospel to the ends of the earth. And so we spoke about our history, past moves of God, and, and then current trends. But then there, there's a statement that I made in this dream, which said, during this pause, God is recalibrating our hearts toward him. Not necessarily just what it wasn't re- refer- mm-hmm. referencing the people on the platform, although that would be true as well, but but the nation. And then I said, once the recalibrating is complete, a reset will take place. Oh my gosh. And then there would be a fresh baptism of consecration. And 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 boy, this really just leaped up in me that it was. Then be it would then be time for the fathers of the ecclesia to release the spirit of adoption, which we know has to do with authority and maturity, releasing people into their destiny, their assignment as as fully matured sons and daughters, to release the spiritual or the spirit of adoption upon sons and daughters, and that we were to baptize them into this. And release them into destiny. Well, I, you know, I've I've been, we we we've both many of us have known that what God is about to do will will at some point grip the millennials and the younger generation, the campuses, mm-hmm. just as in the charismatic movement, the Jesus people movement, a part of it, that there would be millions of them that would come to the Lord, and and I believe we're about to move into that. But just to continue this as as in, in the dream, as when I stopped speaking, Jim Hodges, who is just one of the wisest, most mature apostolic leaders that, that you and I would know. Oh, yes. I mean, he's Absolutely. just, we've known him for 40 years and, and he's just, mm-hmm. there's no one like Jim. But nope. he began to say, Pharaoh, let my people go. And he said it over and over and eventually the crowd began to, decree it with him. Pharaoh, let my people go. 
And I'm not sure if that's a, if that's a sort of a prophetic or, or symbolic picture of, of the religious system or, or civil government or, or evil humanistic forces that have tried to silence the church and keep us, even as a nation, from being all that God wants us to be. I think probably all of the above. But he, he began to, to decree that, let my people go. And then he said, God is re constituting our nation. And of course, that's the, the, the word restore in the New Testament uh-huh. literally means reconstitute. So, so just to back up, the dream starts by saying God is recalibrating. Then he's going to reset. Then he's going to reconstitute. He's going to move mm-hmm. us back to original intent, original purpose, what we were made for and created for. And now, and this, this, this next statement goes back to what we were saying, how God has prepared an ecclesia for this. He said, God is going to reconstitute our nation as we follow the cloud by day, the apostles mm. and fire by night, the prophets. Then in the dream, the man having the dream saw a picture of a Time magazine and the front cover said, millions baptized into their inheritances. The spirit of adoption is upon America. Wow. And I thought to myself, Tim, God literally said in this dream, the reason that I can now recalibrate this nation back to original purpose and intent is because I have fathers mothers, apostles, Mm -hmm. prophets who hear my voice, who know Mm -hmm. how to receive strategy from me, who know how to raise up sons and daughters into their fullness, their destiny, not talking about control, not talking about, you know, a hierarchy, talking about serving a generation, pulling them up into who God created them to be so they can reform. And I believe these these apostolic and prophetic leaders are in place, Tim. I, I feel like we've moved into a place in history that, you know, I know the early church moved in this, but because of numbers and, and, and technology and what God can do now, and, and there's so many more of us, the earth has never seen, has never experienced this before. We, we are now going to be able to represent, you know, Ephesians 4 talks about the fivefold apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And then it goes on mm-hmm. to say, that's when we can reveal the fullness of Christ because yeah. those gifts, those aren't offices and, and, and it's not a hierarchy. Those, as you know, are anointings and giftings. And what they really are is Christ broke himself down into these five anointings and gave them to the church. And only when you have the fullness of his anointings can you represent the fullness of Christ. We are now moving into a time in history when the ecclesia, the church, has the ability for the first time and maybe ever to reveal the fullness of who Christ is in the earth. That is staggering. It is staggering. And like you say, the, the technology being the way it is, you can give a word, and the whole the whole world can hear it. Um, the the ecclesia can get the strategy. It doesn't take months, years, or writing letters and pass it around like the early church. They can get it by tonight. They can hear the word of the Lord, and so the speed wow. of 
of what we're able to function uh, in right now is incredible. Now, you said that happened April the 8th? Yes. Was that wait? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let me tell you something you don't know from my standpoint, and uh, maybe it'll speak to us prophetically. I had no, I was not going here today, but when you said April 8th, I've actually um, began to share this. Um, April the 8th, Dutch, and I've not even told you this. I woke up April the 8th blind in my right eye. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't see my, I could not see my hand. I, I couldn't see anything. But there was no fear. There was no, there was no anxiousness about it at all. I actually had a lot to do that day. I'm sure uh, I know people think we're sitting at home maybe during this coronavirus. I don't know that I've ever been this busy, Right. but uh, I had videos to do. I had conference calls and, and a prayer meeting that night. And, and my attitude just kind of like, well, this is a hassle. And, uh, but there was no fear. And my wife, Carol, she said, you got to call the doctor and, so I did. He said, go to the emergency room. It could be a stroke. And I knew it's not a stroke. I actually thought this is some kind of a spiritual thing. But um, finally called the eye doctor and he got me in um, that afternoon, Cincinnati Eye Institute. Long story short, uh, I had a virus in my eye that had caused swelling. And, wow. Um, and uh, they gave me three prescri- uh, prescriptions for it. Well, the next morning, I was getting ready to come into work to to do some more videos and do some things. And I was in my office and I was praying. And I'm a, I'm a I'm apostle an apostle. I don't think like the prophets do, you know. Right. But it suddenly struck me, Dutch. I wonder if this attack against my vision is prophetic. Mm. And. Uh, and I knew God hadn't caused it, but mm-hmm. is he is he wanting to speak to me through this? Right. And so I said, Holy Spirit, do you have something to say to me through this? And Dutch immediately I was in the spirit. Wow. I mean, I was in the spirit realm and I know you know what I mean by Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I began to see in the spirit realm a vision that I've seen many times the last two years of Christ and his breakthrough angels that accompany him. Wow. There's an entire division of angel armies called the breakers, the breakthrough uh, angels. And there are millions in that division. You might remember Jesus had 72,000 of them with him when he went to the cross. Mm. He said, if I want to break out of this, I know how. <laughs> they, they were there. Yeah. <laughs> but he submitted to the will of the Father. And, of course, you know Micah 2.13. Mm-hmm. The breaker, Messiah, the breaker goes before us to break us through. Well, for the past two years, I have seen these breakthrough angels uh, many times. I saw them in Vancouver and, and many places in Canada. I would see them. And then here in the United States and here at the Oasis. 
and these angels are easily identifiable to me. They're very powerful, but they carry like big wooden mallets, like sledgehammers. And when I've seen them, they are striking the earth. Wow. Just it, they're striking with such power that you feel the, the earth thud. It, you can feel the, the trembling of the, the sound of it and the thud of it. And when they strike the earth, they make a decree. This has happened every time I've seen them. Wow. Uh, and the decree is they strike the ground and they say, break up, strike the ground, break out, and break through. Wow. Well, I've seen that many times. And Well, last Thursday now, the 8th was Wednesday, the next morning, and I'm starting to think, Holy Spirit, what are you saying? And in the spirit realm, I I saw a host of beasts break through angels striking the ground. But this time, Holy Spirit had them add two words. This is never I've never heard this before, mm. and I've I've seen these many times. But I believe it speaks prophetically to us, especially uh, understanding this occurred during Passover. Mm. And this time they were striking the ground and they said, break up, break out, break through, pass over a death. And they just kept saying that. Break up, break out, break through, pass over a death. Hmm. And I thought of Chuck's prophecy from last year that this will be a literal Passover. Mm. And I feel like something has shifted in the spirit realm. Wow. Literally this Passover. Wow. And the breaker, Jesus, the Holy Spirit and his angels are decreeing your get your eyes off of a virus. You're in the season of breakup, wow. breakout, breakthrough, passing over and possessing your inheritance, possessing, possessing the new era, possessing, move, pass over into it. And, and, and I believe that these breakthrough angels were actually activated into the world Mm -hmm. this Passover. Why? Because we've entered into, as you said, a fullness of time. Wow. Prophetic words. Dreams, mm-hmm. visions, mm-hmm. promises—they have come to this moment, oh. and a virus isn't going to stop it. No, <laughs> no. no, not for a people who know their God, right. not for a people who continue to trust Him. Which means our prayers are being heard. Yes, it means the the ecclesia has taken its seat. Yes, with a an anointing to prevail. They're, they're being seated yes. with Christ's authority on their lips and their decrees are being heard and it's activating some things on the earth. It's deactivating some things on the earth. It's forbidding. It's permitting. And Holy Spirit, I believe is saying it's time for the breaking up of whatever is constraining. Mm-hmm. It's time to break out of that 
It's time for supernatural breakthrough. It's time for us to pass over into a new era. And it's time to possess, which is what was happening, of course, as as you were referring to with our sons and daughters. Mm -hmm. What did they do when they passed over into the land? The next generation led the charge. Wow. And I believe these breakthrough angels, this pause is not setting us. It's not setting us back. Mm -hmm. It's actually setting us up. (laughs) It's right. It's setting us up to run. It's true. It's true. It's true. With Messiah the breaker as never before, it's Mm -hmm. setting us up to run with King Jesus under Holy Spirit supervision and power mm-hmm. assisted by angels of breakthrough. Don't look at the vision hell is presenting every exactly. day on TV. Exactly. Look at the one Holy Spirit presenting. We're entering breakthrough season. Supernatural breakthroughs are going to happen. The attack against apostolic and prophetic vision, mm-hmm. it's going to backfire. Wow. Leading to the great, and I believe that's what this was. This my eye was about mm-hmm. the, the attack against the apostolic and prophetic vision mm. is going to backfire, wow. leading to the greatest harvest our kingdom has ever seen. It will be confirmed by signs, wonders, and miracles. And then, and I know this sounds weird to some people, and uh, I'm really I don't consider myself. A prophet at all. I'm an apostle. But you're very but every prophetic. Now and then, yeah, you're very yeah, prophetic. I, I step into it. Sure. But after that, and after I begin to see this in the spirit, and maybe I know it wasn't in the natural, but I heard it like it was that loud. And uh, we'll take us back to our high school days a little bit here. I heard the starting gun being fired wow. like at the start of a race mm-hmm. i heard a starting pistol go off wow. and when you hear i heard this wow and it was telling me run mm. run wow this is not a time to back up wow this is time to run this is time to break through it's incredible this is to run, run. <laughs> it's time to run yeah. and, and so i'm seeing this thing Totally different than what the world's presenting. Wow. And the amazing thing is you just, and we've been talking about, the so's the church. Mm-hmm. I'll be surprised if, if, but these prophetic intercessors all over the place haven't heard a gun go off. Wow. I'll, I'll be shocked if mm-hmm. I have at least the concept. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel that this, this, this virus thing, this, it's setting us up. And like you said, we're, we're being reset. Right. Reconstituted to go, to run different, mm-hmm. to be different, to run with a different vision and goals and mm-hmm. reset, not just our lives, but mm-hmm. reset a nation. Right. Reset a nation and set us up for the greatest harvest mm-hmm. the world's ever seen. Wow. So I wasn't going to share that at all, but when you said April 8th, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a Holy Ghost setup. Wow. I got to tell him. Because I was going to tell you, you know, but I just, 
I wanted to get my bearings a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you said that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell him now. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. I mean, it, mm. this is just a, an example of what I was saying earlier. We are not in a drought of the word of the Lord. He, he mm-hmm. has a people positioned that are able to hear. They're able to think with him, listen to him. And, and if we can, if any situation we find ourselves in, the key to victory and the key to destiny and fruitfulness is to hear what is God saying. The key to faith is to to know what is God saying. Because if I know what He's saying, I I can now anchor to that. I I can anchor my faith to it. I can let Him bring strategy to me. And from the beginning of this uh, virus, you know, people say, you know, they they would come to me and they say, well, what do you think's happening? What's what's going on? What what mm-hmm. what's going to happen with this virus? And you know, you try to comment, but my in, internally, what I was thinking and doing was 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 saying, I, I'm not I'm not really focused on the virus itself. I'm just trying to focus on the Lord and say, what are you saying through this? I know the enemy means it for evil, but what are you saying? You know, you you changed the world through Joseph. You preserved the world and you preserved Israel through mm-hmm. Joseph. You know, when the enemy meant it for evil, when he was sold into slavery, God was using it to bring forth a race of people and and preserve them that would bring Messiah who would save the world. And so, you know, my response was, Lord, what are you saying through this? And I'm hearing people now that are absolutely engaged. Leaders are engaged. I'm like you have been busier than ever. I'm doing Mm-hmm. I'm doing two more calls today uh, after mm-hmm. after we do this podcast. I'm doing uh, calls to talk about what is God saying. I'm leading to, mm-hmm. th- this evening. I'll be involved in a, a, a call with I think it's eight state leaders leading them in communion. Uh, and and mm. <clears throat> excuse me. And, and no one is alarmed. No one likes no one likes what's happening, but no one is no. alarmed. Everybody's just saying, "Okay, what's God saying through this?" We are positioned for what you just described. We're going to pass over, and we're going to possess the bring, yeah. the bringing out of Israel at Passover was not just deliverance, as you know. It was also mm-hmm. a step forward toward their inheritance, and that's absolutely that's what God is saying to us. And that's what the Time magazine said in this dream. Millions baptized into their inheritances. Mm. I tell you, Tim, it's uh, man, it's it's God is, you know, he's doing this. And, and you know, we don't always know what he's going to use sometimes to spark things or, you know, uh, what what what's going to happen. But it's it's very common, as you know, it's very common for for God to use uh, cataclysmic events or, yeah. you know, when, when the enemy comes in and, and tries to steal, kill and destroy, uh, mm-hmm. it's often, uh, especially those that don't know the Lord, it takes something like that, not implying he did it, but he uses it. It often takes something like that to get people's attention enough to say, we need God. We, we, mm-hmm. we we're going to have to turn back to God in this situation. And, and, you know, and the world is doing it. I, I watched 
you know, a, a local church that I'm connected with. I, I, I watched the program Easter Sunday morning, but I also watched Fox News for a good bit. And I was struck by how uh, blatantly, boldly, unashamedly they promoted Resurrection Sunday mm -hmm. to multiplied millions of people around the world. I mean, it wasn't yeah. watered down. It wasn't, um, you know, just, you know, a token thing. And when I watched uh, Franklin Graham, and they said, yeah. you know, in, a little, in just a short while, he'll be doing a service from Central Park and do a little Easter message. You know, I'm thinking five minutes. Oh, good. They're going to give him an opportunity to to mm -hmm. greet people and, and sprinkle a little gospel in for a couple of minutes. They set up a piano there. You may have seen it. Michael W. Smith was at the keyboards. Yeah. Franklin oh, yeah. Graham is standing. There's nobody else there because of the social distancing. You can see the Samaritans purse, uh, you know, the tents in the background, the hospital they set up. And Michael W. is singing about the cross, the resurrection, mm -hmm. uh, and powerful, powerful songs. And Franklin Graham shares a, a, a gospel message. I don't know what this was, four, 30, 40, 45 minutes. And I thought to myself, millions of people around the world that don't know Jesus are watching this right now. And it was right now. so anointed and so powerful. And I thought, here, I we, know. here we go. God is taking this yeah. and he's using it. And it's like you said, it's not, it's not going to set us back. This is a launch. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. It's a launch. It, 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 it is. Something's launching. And, and there's going to be, uh, within the next, I believe, the next three to four weeks, there's mm. going to be a dramatic change in our nation mm -hmm. that's going to take place. Um, God is uh, revealing some things prophetically to me uh, concerning um, some exposures that are, I, I believe are about to happen Dutch and, and things are going to start being cleaned up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm. you know, it's, it, uh, maybe sometime we can talk about that because sure. there's there, the angel of the Lord has came to me and, and mm. reminded me of some things on Easter Sunday morning. Mm. And uh, that's encouraged me so much. Wow. It's there's something major that's taking place. Wow. It's all coming together. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's all focusing on this season of time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I like, like maybe you and others, there were times these past 10 years when I thought, are we really getting right? Through? Right. Right. Are we making a difference? Mm -hmm. And boy, when the crisis came here, they came out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean, they're like fireballs. Right. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll say, would you calm down a little bit? You know, mm -hmm. but I mean, they're ready to just fight. Absolutely. And uh, that's how I felt Easter. Yeah. You know, just live streaming right. on my way home. I started, I got mad. I was, a holy anger rose. Like, how dare you do this, devil? Mm -hmm. How dare you? Mm -hmm. I am not going to go hide under my bed. And I'm not <laughs> going to dig the hole and get a cave. Right. This is my time. Amen. I'm God's son. Yeah. I don't 
he, I wasn't put here to take this. Yeah. I was put here to take care of this. <laughs> and, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So well, that's where the ecstasy is. That's right. And uh, we're going to take care of it. That's right. Tim, I want in to, Jesus name. Why don't you take a couple of minutes and just pray over the church, uh, the nation, whatever mm-hmm. decree, whatever God puts in your heart. I may jump in for a minute mm-hmm. or so, but let's end this with just, uh, um, a prayer of agreement and some decrees over over the over the church and the nation and the nations. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you that you are speaking to us a very clear, very hopeful word. And I ask God that you would strengthen your people to rise in this time and define this moment. Pray God that in this nation right now, you would give strength and understanding. To our president, Lord, would you visit the president of the United States yes, and give him wisdom? He's got to be tired, Lord. Yes. The pressure on this man, uh, he's got to be tired, but supernaturally infuse him with, with strength. Yes. Uh, weed away from him any advice or any demon strategy that yes. would be whispered to him in any way, shape, or form, yes. and give him godly counsel, Lord. Yes. And I pray, God, that he naturally has boldness, but may a supernatural boldness rise in him with an understanding behind it, some, somehow getting through to him, Lord, that this is what you have to say about it. Yes. And let him decree it boldly. Let his enemies be scattered, God. Yes, yes. And uh, let the awakening that you have planned for the United States and the entire world, yes, Lord, yes. let it begin to sweep into, into every nook and cranny. I pray, God, that this would be a launch. We declare launch in Jesus' name. We declare yes. an aggressive response of the ecclesia. Let a unified, unified voice rise of such boldness and such clarity that it startles the world. Yes. It, 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 it startles our adversary, and it caused demons to come down from their thrones. In mm. Jesus' name, Lord, yes. we declare the time has come, and we are going to answer the timing of the Holy Spirit yes, we are. to arise and define this moment. We refuse to remain passive in any way, shape, or form. Yes. And we choose, Lord, to set our eyes and our focus on the plan that you have clearly put before us. And through the wisdom that you have given to us, Lord, the experience that you have given to the fathers of mm-hmm. uh, of this faith, Lord, in our times right now, mm. that indeed, God, we would launch the sons and daughters. Yes to go and be who God has prepared them to be, to go and fulfill purpose, go and fulfill destiny, go and see signs, wonders, and miracles. Let us, Lord, be the ones that just keep them in the perimeter and pray them through, Lord, and push them. It is time, Lord, for the push in every area, the push for revival, the push of sons and daughters, the push of awakening, the push, Lord, for the greatest days in church history. Let that be the focus now, God. May we be unified in a supernatural agreement while we are 
self-distancing, there is agreement coming in the spirit realm, Lord, now. And we are saying, we are setting ourselves in agreement to turn this world around and see the purpose and the plan of the Holy Spirit come to fruition and accomplish exactly what God wants done. We declare that in King Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We decree it in your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And Lord, just just to 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 conclude, I just say with with what you spoke to Tim and what the what he heard the angels saying, we are going to break up, break Mm -hmm. out, break through, and pass over and possess. We are being recalibrated, we are being reset, and this nation will be reconstituted back to your holy purposes, and the earth is going to receive this great revival, and millions, I believe, a billion souls at least are coming into the kingdom in this hour. We decree it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Amen. Amen, Tim. Amen. What a great, great time together. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for all that you do. It's just a joy to, you, to have you as a brother and to run together. And I just appreciate you so much. And I bless you. Thank you, man. You bet, man. We'll do this again. Let's do it again. All, all right. right. We love all of you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Yes, we do. All Amen. Right. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Dutch Sheets Ministries. If you would like more information about us or if you've been impacted by this podcast and would like to sew into the ministry, please visit our website at dutchsheets.org.